You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A very happy Thursday to you all out there in Cougar Nation. Plenty to get to ahead on today's episode of Locked On Cougars. Jaron Hall is QB1 for BYU. It's officially official. We'll let you hear from him as well as his coaches about how the decision was made and why he was the guy that they tabbed to be BYU starter against Arizona. You'll also hear from BYU linebackers coach Kevin Clune, an exclusive one-on-one conversation with him ahead on today's show. And of course, we'll catch you guys up on everything else involving BYU athletics, including the BYU women's soccer program and a huge showdown at Southfield tonight against USC. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor, Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. All right, without further ado, though, let's get rolling here on a Thursday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for August 26th, 2021. My friends, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And actually, some fun news for you guys, by the way, on that front is the Zone. Of course, we do BYU pre and post game shows ahead of and following every BYU football game. Well, yours truly is going to be one of the hosts on those pre and post game shows this fall. Super excited. We will be on site at JCW's in Provo. Ahead of each of the contests is the current plan. And, of course, we'll be having a good time. So come on by, eat some delicious food, or tune in on 97.5 FM or 1280 AM along the Wasatch Front. Or you can just download the Zone app on your phone for free and stream it live that way. Hope you guys will join us and have some fun as we break down everything going on with BYU football. Now, let's actually talk a little, about, a little bit about today's show on this podcast, but a quick reminder on that vein is to make sure you guys follow this show wherever you're listening in from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, the litany of other podcast providers out there. Please hit that follow button and also make sure that you leave us a rating and review because the best part about this podcast, it is free and available on all platforms. We're not exclusive to any specific platform We can assure you of that. We're available everywhere, and it is free. So check it out, guys. Hope you guys will be enjoying the product for many, many months and years to come because we just crossed the three-year threshold. There's no chance we're slowing down anytime soon. All right, as many of you probably heard yesterday, Jaron Hall is officially BYU's starting quarterback as they will have him take the first snaps against Arizona. Excited to see him at the helm of the BYU offense. It's been a long time coming since we saw Jaron Hall as BYU's head coach. Well, Aaron Roderick obviously was given uh, the, what do you say, the task, the duty, the honor, the privilege, whatever you want to term it, to announce who BYU's starting quarterback was going to be in a press conference via Zoom yesterday. So, Aaron, take it away. 
Jaron Hall is going to start against Arizona. He's had a great camp and he earned the job. The other guys have played well and it was a great battle. I've, I've never gone that far into camp giving everybody equal reps, but I felt like it was warranted in this case and we did more team 11 on 11 reps than I've ever done in my career. Jaron earned the job. I told the QBs yesterday, you know, well, actually we talked about it a week ago. They've sort of known how this was shaping up. This isn't my decision. This was decided on the field by their play. Jaron deserves this opportunity. Still believe in those other guys, but I'm really excited to see Jaron play against Arizona. Color me shocked, folks. Jaron Hall, BYU starting quarterback. Okay, any of you who've been listening to this podcast for a while now know that I've been saying essentially since the end of last season, whenever the announcement officially came or the rumors came out that Zach Wilson was entering the NFL draft, I told you guys all indications were that Jaron Hall would be the guy for BYU and he did absolutely nothing that would have dissuaded BYU's coaching staff from sticking with that decision. I'm excited to see him play. He has shown all kinds of promise when he has been on the field for BYU. You have to go all the way back to 2019 to talk about that. But when he was on the field for BYU, well, what did he put up on the in terms of numbers? Pretty good numbers, all things considered. So here you go. Let's break them down real quick. He was 31 completions on 46 attempts across the two starts he made. Uh, he made excuse me. That comes out to a 67.4 completion percentage, a total of 420 yards on those 31 completions. 9.1 yards per attempt. That's actually not a bad number on the 9.1. One touchdown against zero interceptions, a long of 36 yards, and a passer rating of 151.3, according to what I saw. So very good numbers in the passing game. But then also, his dual threat capability, his ability to carry the football and really be a threat with his legs, 33 carries in those two games, 143 yards, a healthy average of 4.3 yards per carry, three touchdowns and a career long of 32 yards. I believe that one coming against Utah State when he scored on a touchdown run. So really, really cool numbers, really fun numbers. If you can extrapolate those out and if he holds to those numbers, folks, we're talking about very little fall off, in my opinion, from Zach Wilson as Jaron Hall replaces him at the helm of the BYU offense. Well, what does Jaron Hall make of his new uh, responsibility as QB1 in Provo, the big man on campus? Well, here's what he had to tell the media yesterday. It was good, man. I mean, hell of work really begins time to, to focus in on Arizona. So uh, for today, enjoy with my wife and my family. You know, it's fun, but uh, you know, we got to go win on Saturday. I got to love Jaron Hall and just his mindset. This is a guy that I think there are some out there, and I've actually had this expressed to me, that say, is he really a guy who just doesn't like talking to the media? I don't know necessarily what his mindset is when he is in media sessions, but he is very short and to the point. But I think he expressed right there that he's happy to be the starting quarterback at BYU once again. Obviously, when he made those starts in 2019, he became the first player of African-American or black American status to be a starting quarterback for Brigham Young University. So a pretty momentous occasion in that regard. And now he will be the guy against Arizona. As you heard him talk about, the real work begins now because obviously if he wants to keep that job, you got to go out and win games. There's no doubt about that. So looking forward to it, folks. I think that Jaron Hall is really, really going to shine in this offense. I think that Aaron Roderick believes that he gives BYU the best opportunity to have uh, success, uh, really carrying on what Zach Wilson and BYU established a year ago. I think they believe they can continue to have that same type of success this year. 
albeit against stiffer competition. There have never been uh, more loaded skill talent uh, position groups in BYU history, at least in recent memory, in my opinion. Running back, wide receiver, tight end, all of them stocked with talent. Now it's the guy, it's Jaron Hall, the guy who is in charge of BYU's offense. He's got to get the ball to those, to those players to allow them to make plays. I'm looking forward to it. I think he's got the right mindset. I think he's got what it takes to be the guy at BYU. And fingers crossed, knock on wood, if you can hear me knocking on my wood uh, desk here. Well, faux wood, but nonetheless, hopefully he stays healthy. That is the sincere hope I have. I hope he has no health concerns and he's able to go out there and really get after it. I, I think this is going to be a really, really fun season upcoming. I'm excited to see a guy like Jaron be running BYU's offense and see what he can do as the successor to Zach Wilson. Now, one final clip here before we go is Kalani Satake was obviously asked what set apart Jaron Hall from the other quarterbacks, speaking of Jacob Conover, as well as Baylor Romney that gave him the edge. Well, here's what Kalani had to say. Making plays consistently. I mean, everyone had had their moments, and then you know when you're going against in a time where where they know there's a competition. I think it's where uh, a lot of them can be conservative. I saw all three of them being really aggressive, uh, trying to take the spot, and um, you saw a lot of success. But um, you know, especially for me defensively, I, I didn't like seeing the quarterback do so well often with all three of them. But um, it was it was good work for all of us. We we made an agreement as a staff to to try to get as much 11 on 11 football out there and, and try to decide who our starting quarterback will be in, in a situation where you're playing real football and not doing it completely on Skelly. Folks, we all know the name of the game is scoring points and winning games. If Jaron Hall can do those two things, well, he's going to keep the job long term so long as his health permits him and I look forward to it. I am super excited. A week from Saturday, the season begins It's been a long time coming, and I am super, super excited to be covering the Cougars again this fall, and hopefully you guys will be along for the ride with me. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk BYU linebackers. Flipping over to the defensive side of the football, Kevin Clune, BYU linebackers coach, spoke with me in an exclusive one-on-one conversation that you will hear in a few moments. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. Absolutely love this company, and they have been a critical part of my summer. I've had issues with both my vehicles, my daily driver as well as my wife's car, and Rock Auto has saved me a significant amount of money on the parts I have needed. That is what Rock Auto is all about, folks. They want you to save time and money when using Rock Auto. The best part about their website is it's really simple to use. You go to the website, you look up whatever vehicle you might have. So in my case, it's a Chevrolet Cruze is my daily driver. I look up the year, the model, etc. And then every part has a little drop-down menu and says, okay, do you need blinker? Do you need a blinker? Uh, like whatever, a, a blinker light. Okay, you pull that up, you order it, they ship it to you. You need new carpet, you can do that. You need a body part, uh, like let's say a fender or something like that. They've got all of it for you guys. Really simple, and the best part is they ship it directly to your door. It's a family-owned company, been serving do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years. They want to help you guys out, and as I said, they want to save you time and money when taking care of your vehicles. Get to their website now, rockauto.com, and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box, or you can put Locked On Cougars in there so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV could ever need. That's rockauto.com. 
All right, my friends, need to tell you a little something about what happened yesterday to me. I had my weekly meeting with Rich over at Elevate Fitness, and folks, I am now as heavy, or I guess as skinny, I don't know how to determine it necessarily appropriately, I am now the same weight I was when I played football my senior year in high school. I have not seen that number for at least a decade at this point in my life, but it is a credit to Rich and Elevate Fitness as well as Insulin IQ for their help in getting my life back in order. As I have talked to you guys in the past, I've been working with Rich and Elevate Fitness for the better part of the last five months, trying to get my weight under control. And as of yesterday, I've lost 45 pounds overall. Think about that, folks. 45 pounds The system that Elevate Fitness and Insulin IQ have for you guys is absolutely phenomenal. Rich Hart, Ben Bickman, the team over there at Elevate Fitness and Insulin IQ would love to help you guys out as well. This is a system, the simplicity of it, some of you have talked to about it, is what works for me. It's nothing crazy, but the best part is it gets you healthy. It gets you metabolically healthy. It has you feeling better. I feel night and day different, folks, than I did just five months ago, and it's all credit to my friends over at Elevate Fitness and Insulin IQ. If you'd like to learn more about what they're doing, you can go to Elevate Fitness their, at their location, their gym in Orem. It's 147 West, 400 North in Orem. If you want to stop by, they've been there for 25 years. But more importantly, you can learn more about it online. InsulinIQ.com slash elevate is the web address. InsulinIQ.com slash elevate. And the best part is a free consultation with Rich Hart or one of his coaches is free to you guys with no obligation beyond that. You can learn about the system, see if it's right for you, and then proceed from there. I would encourage anybody who's trying to get healthier, even if you're not like me, you're not trying to lose weight, they can help you just get healthy overall. That is the beauty of of what Insulin IQ and Elevate Fitness is doing. So once again, that's InsulinIQ.com slash Elevate and tell them Jay Catch and Locked On Cougars sent you. Please be joined now by BYU linebackers coach Kevin Kloon. Coach, thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to be here. Absolutely. Obviously, you guys are now transitioning from training camp or fall camp into game week preparation. How good does that feel? You know, it's, it's, it'll, be, it'll be great to actually get to the game and, and stop hitting each other and hitting somebody else kind of thing. And it's always, uh, you know, we, I can't wait to see what we do. It's just gonna, Everything's such a question mark until you get to that first game. And, you know, are we going to tackle well? Are we going to do all these things in practice, you know, that we're doing well? It's when it comes time in that, in the, in the you know, in the moment, are they going to perform? And, uh, you know, I have all the, the confidence in the world, but until you get to that moment, you just don't know. But yeah, it'll be great to um, to move on finally, get down to Vegas and, and check that out. You spent last season, I guess, essentially, were you, were you a special assistant? Is that what the technical term was? Sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> call whatever you want. I just showed up and uh, and if they asked me questions, I had an opinion, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. But uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Last year was unbelievable fun. Considering how weird... Last year was, were we going to play ball? Was any going to maybe play ball? And then to come down here and help out, you know, especially with that Navy and, and when we were, going to, we were scheduled to play Army, the, those game plans, you know, and, and just being around great friends. Um, last year was such a fun year considering all the weird things that were going on. Yeah, I was going to ask you, just in terms of you spent last year essentially on the staffs, so you've been around these linebackers. You bring them back pretty much intact outside of Isaiah Kafusi. How much confidence does that give you knowing that this unit is pretty much intact? Yeah, and the way that the, the schedule worked out last year, a lot of guys got to play. And so you saw, you know, people down the line 
making an impact in the game and, and proving what they can do. And so all those guys coming back with experience, um, you know, we're talking like eight guys that saw time last year that found a way to make an impact that, 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 you know, now coming into this year, they're just that much smarter, that much stronger. Um, and so it's very deep crew of linebackers that, uh, that, you know, take care of business. They're very mature guys. And so it's a, it's a, it's a pleasure coming down here to coach. Wanted to ask you about Peyton Wilgar a little bit. I've, I've talked to some people who believe he might be BYU's best NFL draft prospect. What do you expect from him? Um, I expect more of the same. You know, the guy's been around. He's been in the fight a lot. And, you know, he's a very versatile player. He can play any of the of the positions. He can play D-line if he needed to. Um, so I expect more of that. I expect more of that leadership, that, that kind of that I've been there attitude. And, um, you know, I expect him to take care of business for sure. Keenan Pelu, kind of his running mate in there in the linebacking core, along with Max Tooley. Do you like the fact that all three of those guys have got a lot of playing time and a lot of experience and they can kind of be the leaders of this group? Yeah, and for sure, you talk about Keenan. Keenan is, is one of the more, you know, most intelligent guys football-wise that I've been around um, in the, you know, last hundred years of coaching. But, uh, you know, he, he definitely already knows, you know, after a play, hey, I should have done this better. I should have done that better. Well, he knows where he needs to improve. Um, and so most of, most of my coaching with him is just really suggestions. Hey, what do you think about this? Try this. Um, and and it's, it's, uh, it's a tr- you know, tremendous relief to have a guy on the field that, that again, has been there and, and seen everything. So then you got Max, who's also played a lot of different positions here. Um, very quick, very strong. And um, I think he's got a huge ceiling that, that we haven't even seen yet. And so those guys. And then the fourth guy is going to see a lot of Ben Bywater had a, has had a heck of a camp, um, was injured last year, and has really stepped up to, um, you know, become a guy that can play multiple positions that can help out in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Bywater because I think a lot of BYU fans have heard his name, but obviously, as you mentioned, he was out last season, injured, did not get to get on the field. What sets him apart from the other linebackers? Well, he's got a good combination of strength and speed. And then um, all camp, I've been playing him in, in multiple positions. And so there's a versatility there that I know, you know, if I get an injury one in one place, I can adjust. And there's guys like Ben that can handle um, you know, playing it. Hey, I, you, get, you know, that he has to move inside, outside, whatever it may be. Um, and so that's a that's a big thing. He's, his body's in in you know great shape right now. There's no aches and pains lingering from last year's injury. So it's it's uh, this will be his year. I also wanted to ask about Drew Jensen. I think he's a guy that a lot of BYU fans have been excited to see since he came to BYU from the prep ranks here in Utah. What has he shown so far this fall? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you say who. Sorry, I. It's, uh, Talking about Drew Jensen. Uh, oh, Drew. Yeah. So, yeah, Drew's, Drew's also, it seems like he's been here for five years or so already. But, uh, um, you know, he's also been in the fight before. And so he's, you know, definitely got a maturity to him and a, and a leadership level. And, again, you know, with him, and you talk about Jackson Capusi and Josh Wilson, um, Morgan Piper, all those guys can have been playing all camp. They've been playing multiple positions and are ready to step in to whatever role needs to need to fill. And so again, I got, you know, eight guys that I, I really like the depth. I really like their mentality. I like the way that, um, you know, their versatility where they can cover a lot of bases. Again, depending on whatever scheme we see that week, we might have to adjust or whatever. And those guys are, are, are ready. 
Do you believe that you will play mostly three linebackers on the field at all times, or will it really depend on just who you're facing week to week? Yeah, it's, it's week to week. It's going to be a whole lot different because Arizona presents some challenges. Utah presents different challenges. Arizona State's going to be different. South Florida, you know, all that stuff is going to be vastly different. And so we will have to decide. And then, you, then you're always going to have, you know, injuries here and there. And so, you know, come Sunday and Monday, you got to figure out who are the, who's our best 11 here, who's our best 11 in this situation. All that stuff will keep changing throughout the year. And, uh, and so you, you can't really say you're going to, you know, you know, play this or that. It's just going to be adjusting to everything you're seeing that week. Can you give us an early scouting report of what you see from Arizona by chance? Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, everything is, is all hearsay and question marks and sure. and ghosts that you're chasing. But, uh, you know, they're going to show 11 and 12 personnel and you know, use their tight ends. You know, he's going to try to bring in, you know, some of the pro schemes and, and they got a new quarterback. So what exactly is he going to do? You know, what's their running game going to be? Um, we're watching a lot of different film from a lot of different places trying to get an idea of what you know, what we're going to see and get these kids prepared. Um, and they're on point. And I think that, uh, you know, it's going to be a solid game. I can't wait. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to it as well on our side of things. Excited to have the season finally here. Oh, I was going to ask you one other question. Obviously, yep. I know you're very tight with guys like Aaron Roderick and Coach Satake. Can you tell us something funny about either one of them, uh, just in, from your experience coaching around them or just being friends with them overall? Oh, man, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot with that. I mean, we're just boring, <laughs> boring coaches. And, you know, we, a lot of our drama in our lives come from the game, and so we don't need drama in our, in our personal lives kind of thing. So it's sure. really very mellow. And uh, But, yeah, I'd have to think of something where, you know, it was crazy funny. But, no, I just it's just enjoyment. You know, I, I love I love these guys. I love working with these guys. I got a lot of friends on this staff. You know, I, I coached Eat Tuiaki twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with Steve Clark twenty years ago. I've you know I've known these guys forever, and I just can't tell you how happy I'm working here. Just fun to be with friends is what it seems like. Yeah. Well, Coach, thanks again for the time. Look forward to catching up with you as the season progresses, and wish you well as you get ready for Arizona. Yeah. Thanks. There you have it. BYU linebackers coach Kevin Clune and BYU's linebacking core is eight deep, folks. That is crazy to think about, but there is a ton of talent in that room. In my opinion, uh, and this is just me speaking out loud, I have not heard this from anybody, I believe that might be the deepest position on BYU's roster overall. And trust me, there are some very deep positions. The tight end unit, the running backs, there's a lot of depth there. But in terms of overall talent, skill, all that stuff, I'd venture to say the linebackers are right up there with anybody on BYU's roster, and that should be the backbone and the absolute chief strength of BYU's defense this fall, and very excited to see them be in action once they get on the field against Arizona just over a week from now. Big thank you once again to Kevin Clune for taking the time, and we're having a lot of fun with these conversations. On tomorrow's podcast, you'll hear from Carter Wheat, a tight end for BYU. He talks about how deep this tight end unit is what it's like playing alongside a guy like Isaac Rex, how some of the other guys developing in that unit. You'll hear from him on the Friday edition of the show. Coming up in a moment, though, we wrap up today's edition with everything else you need to know involving BYU athletics. A significant walk-on to the BYU football program has been admitted to school in Provo, and BYU women's soccer has a huge clash at Southfield tonight. We'll preview their showdown with the USC Trojans here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. We've been talking about it for the better part of three months now, folks. Football is here. NFL teams and college teams, in this case, BYU. 
They're on the gridiron getting ready for the upcoming football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You can get all the updated odds, props, and contests at Bet Online's website, including their half million dollar NFL mega contest, as well as their $200,000 NFL survivor contest, which are both open now. Head to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Yes, 100% of whatever you deposit given back to you is free money to bet with. That's absolutely insane using the promo code Locked On. by the way, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to take advantage of that offer. It's all courtesy of Bet Online, and also make sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. If you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose... Your wager gets refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So take advantage of that 100% welcome bonus using the promo code Locked On. It's all courtesy of Bet Online, as they are your online sportsbook experts. Before we go here on this Thursday edition of the show, let's run down some other news and notes you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Thursday. Let's start off with some good news for the BYU football program. Uh, Walk-on defensive tackle Victory Vaca announced yesterday that he has been, uh, I guess, admitted. Yeah, officially says admitted to BYU. So the expectation is that Vaca will join the BYU football program. I would guess once school starts, that likely renders him unavailable or unavailable, unavailable for their game against Arizona. But nonetheless, a guy like Victory Vaca, when he committed to BYU, this is a guy who had a three- or a four-star designation at one point during the recruiting process, really saw things kind of tail off, and BYU gave him an opportunity as a preferred walk-on. He is a low-risk, potential, very high-reward guy if he can accomplish what people thought of him at the prep ranks. I think this is a great pickup for BYU, and hopefully he's able to get out there and show what he can do in relatively short order. So congratulations once again to Victory Vaca on being admitted to Brigham Young University. Now, the other note we need to talk about before we go on today's show is BYU Women's Soccer, the 24th ranked team in the country. They fell from their 15th ranking after their loss to Auburn last week. Well, they will host number 25 USC at Southfield tonight. Huge game scheduled for 8 o'clock Mountain Time on BYU TV. The game will also be carried live on the BYU Sports Network on BYU Radio, 107.9 FM, and also streaming live on the BYU Cougars app. BYU uh, dropped, as I mentioned, from number 15 to number 24 after losing to Auburn 2-1 last Saturday. They'll be looking to bounce back against USC, who has lost their only match of the season so far, 2-0 to Pepperdine in their season opener. So I would expect them coming to Provo. BYU should be favored, and obviously a top 25 matchup on your home field is nothing to sniff at. So this should be a really, really fun matchup. Overall, uh, BYU and the Trojans have met 10 times. BYU is 2-5-3 all-time against the Trojans. Most recently, they fell to the Trojans 4-3 last season on February 15th in overtime. I do remember that game. Absolutely crazy. USC forward Jennifer Westendorf scored in the 97th minute to secure that victory over the Cougars. Crazy, crazy match. And hey, goals are fun, folks. We all know that. So if you have an opportunity, get out to Southfield this evening and support Jennifer Rockwood and her Cougars against the USC Trojans. All right, that is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. A huge thank you once again for your support of the show as always. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Doing a lot of fun with On This Day and BYU History on Instagram in particular right now. Always retweeting all kinds of information about the show as well as BYU Sports on Twitter. 
So now is a great time to follow Locked On Cougars on all of those different platforms. Facebook, we need to be a little bit better doing, about doing stuff with it, but we'll continue to build on that as we go along here. If you want to follow my personal Twitter feed, you can do so. I'm at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. And as always, feel free to weigh in with the show via email. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. And a reminder once again for you guys, if you'd like to be entered to win two tickets to watch BYU in Utah square off on September 11th, well, all you got to do is send us a reason why or your reasons why you should be considered to go to that game to hopefully watch BYU end their nine-game losing streak to the Utes. Email us or reach out via social media. Love to get you guys entered. As I have mentioned previously, the giveaway will announce the winner on Monday. So you only have a few days left if you want to get in on that once again, locked on BYU at gmail.com or reach out via social media. I'd love to hear from you guys and get you entered to win. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Hope you guys are all great out there wherever you might be and whenever you might hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for August 26th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys manana.